Welcome to the Peace and Purpose Podcast. This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only. It should not be considered medical, nutritional, psychological, or any other form of advice. If you need specific advice, please consult a professional. Welcome back, Corbin. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Everything is set up. We are beautifully and wonderfully made. Um, the audio has not been, but we are here now. I feel like that's the staple of the beginning of every episode. Yeah, but hey, we, we figured it all out. We're good to go. We're good to go. So I want to start off with you as the listener. I want you to take a second wherever you're at and consider something. Start thinking about your perspective, your life. So you know, I don't know if you've done these meditations that we previously mentioned. I don't know the structure of your life, if you would consider it healthy, if you, you know, if you seem like I guess you could say you have your life together. But regardless, I want you to think on something. So, you know, with your busy schedule or your schedule as it is, do you struggle day to day finding purpose or finding peace, which relates back to our title? Um, Do you struggle? Maybe you have a great schedule in place and for some reason you feel like you need something to believe in. Or maybe you don't have a great schedule in place and you know I say schedule we'll just say standard of life how you're living it and it seems like you have everything together as far as your life goes or maybe you know you you have that one thing that you wanted or you achieved that goal that you wanted and you just got it or you know maybe it's that new family that you, you just got or the you know, the new game that you always wanted whatever it may be you know an achievement that you've been wanting all the time you don't find happiness or fulfillment just not all there and you're just wanting that peace of mind you're wanting the what everyone's looking for um i'm curious if if just think about in your life if you ever feel like that you know recently or even now or just throughout your entire life Um, it's kind of relate directly into today's topic which is spirituality now as far as that goes for me um, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. Um, I don't want that to necessarily turn you away in the case that you aren't. Now, I fully believe that. Obviously, that's my state of mind. That's how I think. So, based off of me and Corbin's conversation here, that's directly what I'm going to be dialing into because that's my personal experience. Um, now, I would hope that for everyone in the world, but obviously that's not the case. But if you're tuning in today and that's not your situation, by all means, we want you to tune in. One thing we do want to dig into is our perspectives. We hope to learn more about your perspective as well. Um, we hope to do interviews at some point. Um, but we want to tie this also back into meditation and spirituality and how that can benefit um, our our health, our self-esteem, our um, just our peace of mind. So, Corbin, I will hand it over to you, sir. So I think I think the important point to talk about specifically with with spirituality and religion is tying it back into the theme for our season, stress and anxiety. Um, so the real thing that we hope you get out of this episode is a desire to seek some form of spirituality and to get an inside look about chances and a little bit of mine um, and how we how we engage with our faith system in order to help us deal with the stressors and the anxieties of life. 
and so, I do have to add this portion too. I think a big portion of this is people struggle maybe day to day. It's like you stress about death or you stress about what's going to happen to you. You stress about, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a big concept of where you go after you die. Like that. And you can stress about that if you don't have confidence in, like I said, for me, it's if you don't have the confidence in Jesus, but if you don't have confidence in something, that's that's scary, and that's going to bring on a lot of stress. So I think it, it it's going to tie in directly. Okay, yeah, and I think any faith based system, any religion, um, strives to answer the big philosophical questions that we have about our existence. You know, what we're here? Why are we here? What got us here? What created the world? Why why is the world the way it is? Why are things the way it is in our current moment? And like helping us to make sense of what what we've been born into. I think that's one part of it. I think some of the other big philosophical questions are based in, like Chance was mentioning, what happens when we die? You know, what? where do we go when we die? Do we go somewhere when we die? Um, how, how do we... How do we? What what system are we navigating, and what what paradigm, what faith system are we using to be our baseline for our beliefs in all of those areas? And in the case of Christianity, what are things that we need to do to ensure that we go to the, to the good place as opposed to the bad? Um, but yeah, I think that all religions, Christianity included is there to answer these big questions and maybe to soothe some of our anxiety. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a part of it, um, giving us some, some answers so that everything isn't so um, ambiguous and at odds to where we don't have any confirmation of anything, which can be anxiety-provoking, um, having sort of an ambivalence um, with things. And ambivalence being defined as sort of having having a difficulty about coming together on what, what the truth is or um, what the correct thing is can be anxiety-provoking as opposed to having something finite that you believe. Um, so I think the format today is mainly I'm going to be asking Chance questions about it um, because Chance has the most, I would say, the most immersive experience in his faith system. Um, he's done it for longer. I'm getting into it now. He, he's had a, ba- a background in going to church where I don't have that background, a background in reading the Bible, which I don't have as much, and I think he he would know more about it than I would, um, because I am getting, and, I have gotten interested in it recently, but he's he certainly has a big head start. What what were you saying, Chance? I will say that 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 is true, but I'm, and I say this in all aspects, I'm no expert. I mean, that's another thing that kind of directly rates back to it. I rely on the faith of God to be able to direct me in these conversations, and I'm actually very honored to be able to talk about this on the podcast obviously we hope this doesn't turn you away in the case that you don't believe the same thing if you're searching for something we hope that this is a means to find that answer for you because it is my answer and i have 100 percent confidence um in jesus so i think it's almost like my calling in life is this is one thing that i've wanted to be able to do is share this with others so it is somewhat of a touchy topic. It can be. Like I said, the normal, too, is politics and religion, and we're definitely within the religion <laughs> sector. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, yeah, no, well, we'll Chance, um, 
and I, th- I think an encur- a good encouragement to that so that we don't um, bias ourselves or blockade ourselves away from anyone else is we, we want to encourage you to explore your own, what you believe. And that could be any just learning about religions in general. I'll tell you up front that um, I've struggled with this in the past year um, because I didn't have much background as a young person. Um, I'm still a young person, but, um, you know, high school, um, I, I didn't have much background in any faith system, really. I was told that, you know, we are Christians, we believe in God, and we pray. And I didn't have anything past that. And recently... I've been able to explore things on my own and make up my own thoughts on those by reading the source material and following the the thought processes behind a lot of different faith systems. Um, and I encourage you to do the same thing and to find your own faith as opposed to listening to us or anyone else and just taking it, everything, as what they say. Because this is an important thing to think about since for, for many people it is the framework on which they set their life um, so I think with with that we just want to we want to um, emphasize that we're not trying to make you force you to be a Christian that that would be the the opposite of our implication and we just want to talk about how faith in general but in Chance's case Christianity has helped him to deal with stress and anxiety so we ready to rock and roll Chance yes sir okay so Chance um, just generally. What has been your connection with 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 your faith system, and is there anything in particular within it that has helped you with dealing with stressful moments or anxious thoughts? So I think it ties back to my earlier comment. It's the, and I say this to people, and I don't know if it's, I'll say it to my mom oftentimes, it's like, I'm not afraid to die. And I don't know if that's necessary, but my, or I don't know if that's 100% true, because there's just that slight fear of, wow, I'm gone from this earth, but as, and it's been a lot of recent times where I've learned more about what it truly means to be a Christian, um, our pastor has been, I, I'll get, I'll get to, our pastor's been really good in this aspect, but, um, where was I going to go with this, um, Corbin, what was the question? Um, just any ties in your in your life about how your faith in Christianity oh. has helped you through stressful or anxiety um, ridden times? Yes. So, and I and I directly go to this because, like I said before, it, the whole death situation. I'm not necessarily yeah. afraid of death, and I don't say that as like a confident thing, like oh yeah, I'm ready to die. But it's like it's a better place when you die because I believe I'm going to heaven because I've accepted Jesus as my Savior and 100% believe that in my heart because of His grace that I was able to do that. So it's nothing that I did. It's it's essentially you're giving a silver platter. What you're doing is believing it and accepting it. You did none of the work besides, like I said, those two things. Um, for me, that and gives can, me such and can a you clear Can you clarify for people what those two things are? I think that was a little, um, a little gray, at least for me listening. Yeah, no, so... In, like I said, this is based off my belief, my knowledge. You know, people have different opinions. Um, but th- this is solely based off of what I believe. Is that if you accept Jesus Christ to be your Savior, that you you acknowledge that He died on a cross to save you 
from your sins, because we're all sinners, naturally, besides Jesus, that, and you know, we believe that 100% in our heart, that that is the truth, that we will indeed go to heaven. Okay. Um, versus the, the, you know, the bad place. Got it. So, 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 so that was just one thing, though, is that as far as to, in, yeah, in so your mind? It's, it's the acknowledgement of it and the belief of it. A lot of people can say, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But do you, do you believe it? I know. You have mm-hmm. to believe it because that's what starts to change your life. Okay, great. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the... A lot of the anxiety portion, like I said, would, and I've said this multiple times, would relate to the death aspect because I have that faith. Faith is something you know you can't physically see, so I have faith in that, and therefore, it's just this peace of mind going through life. You know, if, you know, not to think about things like this, and I don't necessarily use my time to think about things like this. But okay, if I get in a car crash. And I'm gone. And I, you know, you, you could die at any moment. You could have heart attack regardless of your age. You could. It, life is so precious, and I think you realize that the older you get. Um, I don't think I'm have even fully realized that. Obviously, I'm 23 years old. You know, hopefully, I've got a lot of years left. I'm not sure of that, but life is precious. Precious. Um, one thing that this. I'm not going to get off topic. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> Um, other aspects that have given me a peace of mind. Um, I have a comforter. The alone aspect, being alone. I, I never feel, not to say I never feel alone, but it's that thing when you're when you're on your own. You know, maybe you've been through tough times. Maybe you just lost someone you love. Maybe you you're just going through a hard time. There's a lot hitting you at one time in life. You have Jesus is there with you at all times. It you know that. I, I don't want to get into the complexities of it, and I'm not all that. You know, I'm somewhat educated, but I'm not all that educated, so I don't want to get into a bunch of co- complex areas. But essentially, Jesus is always there with you. So that being the case, those alone times when you know you feel broken down—that's a lot of stress that can be held on your body. There's a peace of mind even in those difficult moments. Not to say they're not sad. Not to say that I, you know, whoever it is that goes through that doesn't struggle. But there's that peace of mind that you have someone there with you. Yeah, it's, you don't yeah. physically see them. It's not that you don't go through it. It's that you're able to use it as a coping mechanism. Right. Yes. You're, you're able. Yes. You're, you, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's not that because you will go through it. And that we're not here to eliminate anxiety. We But we are here to use it as a learning tool and to uh, and to be able to handle it and you know, to be able to work with it better. It's not to eliminate it, it's to work with it. You, you know what I mean? Like, that, and that's maybe an abstract concept, but that is the, the goal on some level. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, here's a, here's a thought for my end of the, of the game, is there's a, there's a lot of talk, oh, well, so I think the thing you were talking about with, with always being with you, that's the Holy Spirit part of that, right? Yes. Okay. Got it. Um, Anyway, into, into my point, there, there's a lot of points in it where I think there's one scripture in particular that I believe it talks about, you know, put your worries on me sort of deal. And that actually, I, I'm in a men's group at, at my the school that I go to, and I brought, they asked what your favorite scripture was, and I'm, you know, new to the Bible, and I was trying to figure out different 
something that resonated with me, and that was the the quote for me. It was something to the magnitude of, you know, put your worries on me. Sometimes it'll get overwhelming, and part of that is you being able to just say, you know, pray for it and say, you know, please take care of me. Um, and, you know, d- just watch over me because sometimes you're not going to be able to handle it. And I think some people even theorize that, and I don't know if this is, if this is corroborated in Scripture, and I know you can interpret it a lot of different ways, that that is the reason, or, well, one of the reasons that we do have difficult things to confront. Or that while we have objects in our way so that we can turn to some, in the case of Christianity, um, turn to God in those moments, something that could handle those to us, sort of a, a way to turn us towards Him. I don't know, what do you, what do you think about that, Chance? Rephrase the question. Say it again. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it it expands past just the anxiety involving death, you know. And a lot of people theorize that um, we have hardships and stuff like that, at least partly so that we can turn to a to our spiritual system, in this case Christianity, and in this case turning to God whenever we can't handle something. And the reason we are given things that we can't handle is so that we can turn to that being, what what do you, what are your thoughts on that, Chance? That's a good question. Um, in the meantime, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference this real quick while, while my brain's thinking. I know what you were talking about, and we had a message on it that I think was really impactful, and I struggle with it. It's it's First Peter five seven. I'm not exactly sure of the full verse, but more or less, it's saying exactly what you were saying about casting your cares. I oh, think about oh I think I think that's literally the verse that I found. Yep, yep. I I think I visualize it as like this big sack that you have to carry around. It's like we'll say like a hundred pounds, and it's like you're dragging and it's awful, and you have you have to carry it because that's. You, but the reality of it is you don't, and it's hard to think like that because it's like this is my responsibility. I got to drag it along, and that's your stress that you're just pulling with you. And the reality of it is, our preacher said this, and this was awesome. And I struggle with this, but the, the concept is, I, I 100% agree with it. It's just hard to accept and implement in my life. But he was like, you have, I think he said, you have two responsibilities in your life. That is to, like, believe in Jesus and follow Jesus. Like, do what Jesus said in your life. And I was like, that's awesome. He's like, you don't have a responsibility to do anything else. Now, not to say that you just need to quit your job, you need to stop everything you're doing, that's not what he said. But if you imagine that you have so much more peace in your life, not to say you become lazy at that point, you still work hard in all you're doing, but that stress level of, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, what about so-and-so? Like, and I realize that, uh, you know, parents that have kids, you know, you absolutely love your kids, and you know, most parents have that attachment to their kid, and are concerned about the well-being of their child you know what if this happens to my child will it and a lot of it is just trusting in jesus at that point that life's going to go the way that he planned it so chance i've got i've got a couple thoughts on that before you continue yeah Yeah. sorry i didn't answer your question i went way off topic there no well that's all right um i have one thought is i feel like so well okay there's two so you say your pastor says that there's only two things you have to do. So what, and that's believe and follow. So, so don't so, don't quote me on that. He said, and I don't know exactly what it was, but he broke it down to essentially that if we believe in Jesus and trust in Him, that's all we need to do in life. That's okay, it. so and He's going to guide our lives 
so we don't have to worry about everything else. He's he's our provider. He's gonna put clothes on our back and food in front of us. So and so the reality of it is, I, I just don't. I don't know about the the verbiage because it's like when we think of a responsibility, it's like so it's not your responsibility. Is he saying that following Jesus, and if you do that, then your other... Because there are, I mean, it depends on how you define a responsibility, I guess, but, like, by following him, that'll take care of your other responsibilities, like like um, raising good children, like contributing in some way in your life, like like doing, like, those things, like... Or, like, the responsibility of, like, I need to go to the grocery store and get food for the week. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or is, is he saying that by following, then that will, stuff will facilitate itself? Or, or so, what's the... And it, I guess it can get complex, but try to make it as simple as possible. To my understanding of how I understood the message is, you're trusting in God to take care of things. Okay, you... I use it as a parent example because I think parents that truly love your kids, that's that's the most relatable, worrisome thing. When your kid goes off and you can't control what they do because you're not there with them. You know, maybe we'll say the stage of where you've been with your kid for all this time and you're dropping them off at preschool. And now you have to instill trust in the teacher and the other kids that your kid's going to be safe and okay until you pick them up. That, at that point, you have made... I'm not saying that you have no... That you're... Like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm just going to let my kid walk across the street on its own and... He's two years old, da da da. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's there's this you know, an education about it. You have to be smart, but you have to trust in Jesus that your decisions that you're making, you know, that that's the point where praying comes in, reading the Bible and you know, wanting to understand more. But saying, I trust Jesus that that what he's instilling in my brain, like the decisions that I'm gonna make with my child, that he's gonna take care of my child. And the the outcome, whatever happens to my kid at preschool, that's what's supposed to happen in this world. And I did everything I could to do it and I'm not going to stress about it because whatever God's plan is that's what he has for me that's what he has instilled for me if something happens that's for me to grow and learn from it's like I said I'm no expert so I'm trying my best at answering these questions but that's where a lot of people could I mean if you put comments in, in the podcast I might not be able to answer them all I'll be, I'll be more than happy to try to answer the best of my ability um Okay, cool. Um, my, my other thought on that is it seems to me like it has to be a balance between being letting God take care of everything and you yourself taking care of everything. So, like, for example, because we're, we're saying that it's good to put some of our worries and just trust that God's going to take care of things for us. But I think it's important to define what things we need to take care of as well and that it can't all be, like, we have to actually put an effort into getting things that we want or to... Or to being conscientious to a certain point, but realizing where our abilities stop. You know what I mean? So, like, if I we're sitting, if we're, if we're ahead, sitting, sorry. if we're sitting across a room, and there's a there's a hot thing of coffee on the other side of the room, we can't just say, "Oh God, I want that coffee. God will get it for me. I don't have to get up." You know what I mean? Like, there versus, you know, you want to have a balance there. You got to realize that some things you have to do, and He's not going to levitate it over there to you. Likely, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, and maybe I'm not explaining well. I'm trying to grasp everything in my head as while, I, while I speak on it. Oh, no, and, um, and I'm not trying to, to I'm, I'm just, no, no, I'm I li- just commenting. I like, on no, and I, I like that. I mean, that, that helps 
that helps me think. And because Bruce, because I just, think Bruce good insight. just logically with me, because I'm trying to get my head wrapped around it too about how to approach it in my practical day-to-day life, is like it would only make sense to me that he wants us to actually have character in ourselves and do things for ourselves as well, but okay. while using him as a partner in that. It's trusting in God's plan and knowing that his plan is better than ours. And that's something that I try to pray about every day is, is God's will, not mine. So I want his, I want his plan for my life to to happen rather than my plan for my life. Got it. Okay. His plan is better. He knows the future. I don't. Um, n- no, I'm not, I'm not saying be – I mean, I'm – it's not be lazy, don't do anything, expect all this stuff. That's not what I'm trying to get at. It's It's more like guidance. Sorry, is that again? It's more like guidance for him to guide you. It's putting your trust in God with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So so in that in that aspect of doing, like the coffee thing. Well, I think you said coffee. Yeah. You're doing it. You're you're getting up to get the coffee. You're not saying God bring me the coffee. You're saying I'm gonna get the coffee, but I believe that I, you know, at that point I don't you know. Uh, that wouldn't necessarily, but no, I'm not saying you. In your example, you that you sit back and wait on the coffee. Okay. It's a matter of I'll go back to the preschool instance. It's I'm not well, okay. What's the benefit of me sitting at home, worrying and worrying and worrying about my child? Okay. It's like did I did I make a good decision? I didn't even know. No, I put my faith in God. I said that that you know, I felt led that that was the best decision I can make. In a sense, at that okay. point, I claim it is not my responsibility. Okay, so so I give, I've given that to God. I'm following through with God's plan. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in in the sense of following God's plan. Those are my responsibilities. Living out the life that He has for me, He directs me to those. So therefore, I have none of my own responsibility. Okay, so okay, got it. So you were trusting that God is working through you in your life. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so you're trusting that he is there whenever you're making those decisions, if your faith is strong. Yes, and that that he will that he will help to carry you to make the right decision, and that you shouldn't worry as much because he will. You shouldn't. You're hoping that he's going to help you through it. You shouldn't worry at all, and I wouldn't say. I mean, it's not necessarily hope. It's it's a confidence in it. not to say that we don't all, we not we're not always going to make the right decision. I mean, I'm a living, breathing example of it. I, I don't make great decisions sometimes. It's not a thing that's to perfection. We're always going to make mistakes. Like I said, it, my preacher tries to make it so simplistic, and he's right that to a sense it is simplistic the way he explains it. But it, I mean, it can get somewhat complex. It will. It sounds to me like he's got principles that he throws out as a generalization, but there is nuance to it when you apply it. Uh, I think, I think you're right in hearing it from me. I think the way he describes it with his backup information or verbiage from the Bible, there's more clarity, and it's like okay. okay. And if you ask him one of those questions further in the message it would answer it simplistically okay okay and now i will suggest it is brian biggers lamb's chapel church 
in Burlington, yeah. North Carolina. Hey, and and, 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 I, I, and maybe we can have him on at some point if if we if we see that it's applicable to what we're talking about. Hey, that'd be cool to get Brian Biggers on here. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine with me. I mean if we if we because I think down the road we may do interviews and stuff like that. Um. Okay, so so the premise here. I guess to parse it apart. So we're talking about religion and, ang- and ang- how it relates to anxiety and stress. So, so from your angle about what we've been talking about recently, is that if we have the Holy Spirit acting through us, have God acting through us and guiding us, then our anxieties can be reduced because we have confidence and we believe that He has been guiding our steps and is and is help and is guiding us in a way that is good for us and that bad things won't happen to us because we have or well not necessarily but that things will turn out generally okay in the end because he's with us or how they were meant to in his plan is that yes and no yes and okay no. so to, so that's that's another thing that's really interesting that he kind of talks about is we would say okay in his plan so no it seems like a lot of people in the bible go through so many tough times but the other side of the mountain, I guess it's almost looks like, it's like you live a life without Jesus, and it's just this bumpy road that has no joy, you know, it's, it's quick, pleasurable, you know, it's these quick up and downs, and there's never, there's just always at the end of the day, at the end of the whatever period span, there's just like this emptiness. But with God, it's like it, it fills it, it fills that. And it's, it's a harder life to live, but at the same time, it always feels bad. It's like, would we rather go to a social gathering and just relax, hang out with people and talk, or would you rather go to a soup kitchen and make food for those who are less fortunate? It's like, okay, right now, well, I'm really tired. You know, I'm just going to go hang out with my friends. Okay, that's the easier route. You probably feel better at the time. But at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to do it again. I'm ready to go hang out with my friends. You know, I've got work to do now. Or it's it's vice versa. And I know this is a, this is a maybe a silly example. It's like, you know, you go to that soup kitchen, you come home, and you, you feel blessed. It's like, wow, I made an impact. I, I think I made, although I might have not, you know, might have, you might have had fun. There might have been like this, this person there that you didn't know that you really got to know, and they opened up. And it's just, it's almost like a different it's a completely different lifestyle and the experiences that you get are not what you would expect. And sometimes it doesn't always happen like that, but it's, it's little things. It's the little things. And that's what kind of has shown me in my life as I've grown in my relationship with Christ that it's like, wow, wow, that's, that's neat. Like, okay, I'll go to one example real quick. I'm, maybe I'm off topic, but I think this is, is really valuable. Never had, I'm big with goals and I'm big with knowing where I want to go in life. But it's funny because I don't know where I want to go with life and I don't know what I want to do with my life. I really don't. I enjoy where I'm at. I truly appreciate the job that I'm at and I, I really enjoy it. And maybe I could see myself being there the rest of my life. Maybe I could. I don't know yet. And it's funny because with my personality, oftentimes I would think that I'd have this whole roadmap, understanding that it would change, possibly. But I would still have a roadmap for where I would want to go. But for me, it's been... It has been year to year. High school, it's like, go to college, I don't know where. End up at ECU. One, that was not expected. Okay. And ECU, it was, and it was this, 
it was it, looking back. It's the sign from it's it's just it's it's such a blessing in my life. And you know, I prayed about it. I was like, I pray that I get a good job that fits my personality that I'm going to enjoy that I'm going to be able to do well. No idea where I was going to do. UPS falls into my lap thanks to a colleague of ours. I'm still not going to name her name. That was definitely beneficial. But anyways, um, that was a blessing. Didn't expect that. And now. Looking back, I'm like, wow, didn't expect to go to ECU. ECU set me up wonderfully for this job. Didn't expect to get this job. And now I'm sitting here like, wow, I'm so blessed. I enjoy it. It's very fitting. Um, It's very challenging, which I like. It allows me to grow. It has a lot of aspects that I enjoy. And looking back, I would have never told you that I would have been in a situation like this. And I mean, oftentimes that's that's how, how it is, but I've never had a roadmap. I've always had a... Make good grades to prepare yourself for the future. Um, work hard to prepare yourself for the future. But I didn't know what preparing myself, I didn't know what the future looked like. So I never knew. I was never like, I want to be a doctor. I know I want to be a doctor. Here's the roadmap. Or I want to be a business. I, I kind of had an idea I want to be in business. But not to get into the complexities of it, more or less, I had no plan. And I ended up here very blessed because I prayed about these things. I prayed for. Like I like I'd already I'm not gonna repeat myself, but I prayed for these things and looking back, it's just I'm so thankful and that's something I try to pray about every day is to be thankful for the job, for the people I have in my life because oftentimes we get caught up in what we want next and we don't look back at what we have already gotten and I okay. think that's cool to I have a, it's a I'm continuing on my chain but it's I think it's a valuable thing I have this little to get list something that I would say oh. Maybe I need a new pair of running shoes. I really enjoy running. I think it's a very good investment. I want to take care of my body. I've had these running shoes for however long, and I want a pair of running shoes. I put it on my list. I'm like, whenever it's convenient, I'm going to go new, get a new pair of running shoes. Okay, we get them. I like them. Cool. A few months go by. Now they're just my running shoes. But then I have this little list that I move them to, and it's like, you've gotten these lists. And then I look at my, you've gotten these lists versus the, I want to get these lists. And it's like, be thankful for the you've gotten these lists. And, you know, obviously, I'm still going to hope to get the other things. But it provides more perspective of of what's been done in the past. Okay. Way up top. Um, So I have a thought. I have a question about. um, So you were talking about how now you look back and you realize that God has provided is, would that be a good for that second point that you had that God has provided? Would you say that now because you have that experience, does that help you to feel less anxious and stressed because you've seen that He will provide? Yes. Yeah, so, do you want me to answer this in depth? I want you to answer it and I want you to. Make sure to relate it and to sh- like if I want you to answer it in depth, yeah. And I want my question is because you've seen it and you believe that the reason that all these things fell into place for you was because of God. Do you have a sense of a relief of anxiety now because you've seen that He's provided for you in the past and you believe that He will do the same in the future because you've seen how things have fallen into place for you yes so i don't expect this like 
amazing future. I expect, mm-hmm. I don't expect anything. I hope for, yes, it gives me confidence for my future. Showing what God, what I've specifically prayed for, in like certain things that I've prayed for. Um, I, here's another thing. I prayed for a girlfriend that loved Jesus and that grew closer to Jesus every day. Or something along the lines of that. I want. I don't want to be too nitpicky. Okay. Looking back at my life, I get blessed with Brenda, who I met. Who you know, it all you know, it all fell into place. You know, I moved to this location because of work. Met her, and you know, she loves Jesus. And it, it's like the pieces continue to fall together. And sometimes it's not answered the way we want it to. But it gives me confidence. Yes. So, so, but that and that and that confidence, that confidence in generally positive outcomes, does that give you a peace of mind and a relief of worry and anxiety because you've seen those pieces come together in in a way that you, well, you see as divine? Yeah. So that that's yes, yes. So I don't worry about that's where great. I'm going to live when I get older. I don't worry about. It's just so many things I don't worry about. It's like. Where are you going to be in 10 years? Oh. I don't worry about having a house. I don't worry about this. Not that I say God's going to give me this big house. I could live in a tent, but God's going to bless me with that tent to live in. Like It's like I know that God's going to provide for me in the future, regardless of what that looks like. We expect it sometimes to be these great, amazing things that we want. But I'm like, the realization of it is, is it's what God's providing for you, for you to make you realize these new things. So say, you know, I I want a, and I, and I don't want this, but say I want a mansion, right? So work all these, blah, 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 all these years, all this time, and I get a mansion. And they make the joke of, well, crap, now i got to vacuum my entire mansion rather than my smaller house. And now I'm just <laughs> okay. pissed off. And we always want more, but say God blesses me with a tent. He says, I'm going to do this to you financially, you're going to struggle, you're going to get this tent. And in this tent, I, he, I don't know, Like it, it's crazy how the world works and I can't, but it's like maybe you meet this one person and you bless their life and it's, God has that plan that's better than our plan. And we don't realize that and sometimes it takes tough times, sometimes we go through the hardest of times and that is something that it's hard to comprehend. It's like, why would God put me through all these terrible things? It's like, God does that so you can grow. And that you can lean lean on Him to trust Him that His plan is better than ours. Okay, got it. And and you're trusting that He will provide, right? I, I, I mean, I, I ask, I'm, I'm asking you the question, but I'm also going to provide an example from yes. from text. So, I remember, cause, so I'm reading the Bible straight up from the front to the back right now. Um, and earlier this year, I, I started a little bit into this year, um, I was reading through passages, and I remember, I think it was in Exodus, where they were traveling through the desert, and they were having, you know, a rough time, which they do a lot in the Old Testament, um, and they were really having issues, and they weren't going to be able to eat or something of that magnitude, and he provides what they call manna, um, and, you know, all this stuff falls onto the ground, and they're able to, to eat it. And he gives them all these rules about eating it. But anyway, just ability to trust that he'll be there when you do need him to be there. 
sort of thing, and that relieve he. It's sort of like not a safety net, but it's sort of like a great, a good partner to be with, so that you can, um, that that even whenever you can't handle it, he will be there to catch you, so you don't have to worry as much about those moments or about bad things happening, and not being able yeah. to handle them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that was that was a really good example. I like that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Can I can I go off topic and say I, I know I've been talking a lot during this episode. Well, that I, that I, was my intention, man. I want I just wanted to ask ask you questions and hear what your hear what your insight was. I, well, I like your follow up questions. It makes me think a lot about my own thoughts and how I perceive things. So um, yeah. Off topic, I do have one thing, and I think this is really really cool to see. Culture has always shown us that. You know, we're going through all these struggles. We don't want to, we want to be, well, at least, sometimes we want to be tough. We want to work through it. We don't want to break down and go to our knees. You know, we're, we're too tough for that. We're, we're strong. We're, but it's like, it's crazy the moment that that flip goes off. Where it's like, I've got this going on, this going on, this going on, this going on, this going on. I've been carrying these burdens. Just drop your knees and you're like, look. I can't do this on my own, but you can. You can help me with this. Yeah. And it's that yeah. breakthrough emotional moment, and you realize that why why have I been trying to be this tough person and get through these myself? Not to say you shouldn't be you shouldn't be a tough person, but like in the sense of you're going through all these burdens, these tough times. Like that's what Jesus is there for to help you through those. Yeah. Now, oftentimes we don't want to have that breakdown moment because that's not what culture agrees with. Yeah. Well, Chance, this is something I actually was listening about um, lately, and I can't wait to tell you guys about this in future episodes. I'm really excited about some things I've been learning recently. But a, um intelligent doctor, a psychiatrist, um, was talking about this, and he was talking about how humility is a part of not just Christianity, but across different religious and faith-based systems, is very important, and how humility really is helpful um, in managing anxiety in some ways. And I think it's cool here because that's what it is. It's sort of a break from your ego and your ability to humble yourself sort of saves you in some of those moments. And I think that's the breaking point there. It's sort of like... You're dissolving a bit of your ego, you know. You know, you know what I'm saying, Chance. It's it's a it's a humility. No, and and to piggyback too, I say these things, and it it almost be like, oh, well, then now we believe that you know you would do them, Chance, and that's not the case. I, I try, and I do sometimes, but I struggle with these things myself. That's why I bring them to the surface. Um, yeah, you know the whole breakdown moments. That's hard for me. They'll they'll do an altar calling, and it's not. Chance, go to the altar. Chance, go to the altar. I don't always go to the altar. So, and they see people see Christians sometimes as hypocrites. But I mean, it can be hypocritical. It's not. It's not easy to say these things. It's what I believe, but it, it's not always the easiest thing to do. And sometimes that, like they said, it's the path. What is it? Robert Frost, take the path less traveled, less traveled, because it's the and, harder one. Yeah, and Chance, can you can you describe that to some of our viewers that may not know what that is? Talking about going to the altar or not, what the what the what the significance is to your to your point here? 
for me, that was at least like, like, my personal experience. Yeah, so going to the altar essentially would be like going from your seat to the very, very front, right up where the, the preacher would be standing, the band would be singing, whatever that looks like. And as far as personal experiences go, it's it's almost just like a pull on my heart. And it's, um, it's like chance. They're calling you. Well, I'm calling you to the altar. I'd like you to come down and pray. And that's not, it's not this voice in my head. It's just like a pull. It's like, it's almost just like an instinct of you should do this. This is what you should do. And you're in your, you're pushing back. No, 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 no. But people will see me. Um, people might look at me. Everybody's going to stare at me. I'm going to have to, you know, well, you know, I'm going to have to walk past these people beside of me and they're, you know, they're going to have to move and they're not going to want to do that. And it's just like, it's this funny thing. It's almost like the devil on one shoulder and the, and the angel on the other shoulder. And you go, no, that's just simple. Like, you just don't want to get in their way. That makes sense. It's like, no, no, no. It's not a big deal for them. They don't mind you getting by them. You just, I make that a big thing. I'm like, oh, well, it's so much effort. And, you know, that, that's, you know, not until someone else walks down there. And it's just funny. And it's almost that whole movie scene. Like I said, devil and, and the angel. And it's like, but it's so accurate. Because you, I get this pull. And it's a matter of just accepting it and saying, okay, I'm going to go to the altar and, and I'm going to go pray. Regardless if I walk back crying, if I walk back all teared up, if I walk back smiling, whatever it is. It's just, it's that uncomfortable step. And that's that's the life, like I said, I don't do a wonderful job that I try. But that's the life I strive to live as well is that, you know, that you get that calling. It might not be what everyone agrees with or what's the most popular, but there you go. And then when you're walking back, you have that peace. But it sometimes takes tough times to get there. Okay, so let's talk about that peace that you experience. So is that peace a freedom from worry? Because, you know, we want to tie everything back to the to our, to our stress and anxiety, with, you know, the yeah. theme of the season. So is that peace... Of relief, because I, I know it may be other things. I know it's 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 got to be other things aside from just not feeling stressed or anxious. But how does that play into that part of it? Because that's what that's what I really want us to to speak on here. I'll go back to the example. Okay, uh, you know I felt the pull sitting in my chair. I decide not to go. I leave yeah. church that day. I'm like, dang, you should have went. You should have went. You should have went. I might try to forget about it because. No, don't stress yourself out. But then it's a matter of you knew you had something internally, which I consider the Holy Spirit. I say it's a pull in your heart. You knew you should have went. In my head, it's that you knew you should have went. Why didn't you go? And now it's just biting at yourself. And, you know, that's the point where you ask for, I'm not, I don't know if you ask for forgiveness at that point because you didn't go. I, I don't know. But, you know, you get past it. But then there's the, the flip side, which we're referring to as the peace. Say I go down there, and this happened a few weeks ago, actually, too. You leave you leave the building, and it's just like, wow, that was a wonderful experience. I just, it's just this overwhelming peace that I can't describe, which is why, which is the love of it. It's this undescribable peace, and it's, it is it's undescribable. I don't know how to, to explain yeah. it. You have to witness it. Got it. Um, could could yeah. part of it be because, because I know a psychological principle, it's dealing with if you, 
if your beliefs align with your actions or your values align with your actions, you're in a state of, there's a peaceful feeling to that. Could that be a part of what you're experiencing? So I'll say yes, but I think in my mind, I a lot of Christianity is, isn't logic because faith is believing without seeing. There is some logic to Christianity. There's some not logic, which, like I said, there's complexities, I think. No, no, I'm not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying, in general, do you feel good? Is one of the reasons you feel good in those moments maybe that you say, because you you're a very adamant Christian, and we talk about it, we talk about this a lot, and I enjoy hearing about it. Um, and But whenever your actions and you do the thing that that you see as a good version of yourself, a good Christian version of yourself would do, then you get a feeling of satisfaction and wholeness with that. May, yeah. Because you're acting May, in accordance with what you say you're acting in accordance with. Maybe so. So, I would say yes. I've never, and it makes logical sense to think like that, but I'm always just like, yeah, no, no, I yeah, I'll say yes there. I got you. Okay. Corbin, right. Before we before we close here, I know we're we're getting to a long episode. By right. Yeah. To uh, let's close with this. I'd like to hear in your studies, in your mm-hmm. relationship with God. What is the what is one takeaway, or what is one thing that you could advise everyone? What's what's one thing if you had to just speak on one point? Uh, it, I'll be I'll make it as open as possible, as long as it's dealing with your experience. What's one thing that you would like to share on the podcast with your personal experience? Yeah. Okay. Great. Um. I'd like to share, and I think I'm going to go back to the premise of the podcast, and I'll loop back around to to that idea. But you think you need a little bit more background to get it some context. So, I think that a beautiful part about this podcast, although we do appeal to, hopefully, people of all ages, we are two young men who are in a stage of their life when a lot of things are, one, changing, but a lot of things are coming together, like our views on the world, and you know, from from a psychological perspective, a sociological perspective, a spiritual perspective. And I think that it's very... I would encourage people to look, especially if you haven't looked into faith or anything in the past, to give it a shot. Even if you're... It's even best, honestly, if you're starting from ground zero and you're not... You don't have someone who has told you how to believe... It's really nice, and I really encourage you exploring and trying to figure out what you believe based on the Bible or based on whatever you want to to follow. And just to check out different spiritual systems with no pressure to believe one quickly at all. I would really encourage that for a lot of different reasons. One, because regardless of whether... Um, a particular faith system is true or not true, the fact that it is at least effective with with chance in Christianity 
in helping to relieve some of his stress and anxiety, and that's just one thing that it does well, I think it's really something worth exploring and discovering your own faith in that. I think there are a lot of benefits, and I think it's something to be prioritized in your life to figure out, to get your answers to some of those big questions in whatever way you you feel is needed, but to be open-minded and actively seeking something spiritually, regardless of what that may be, and to just follow your heart doing that. That's what I'd say with my experience. Because, you know, I've been struggling with stress and anxiety over this past year, and I didn't have too much experience with it before this time. I was, um, at least with chronic stress and anxiety, not this big of a call. And I feel like part of it is a calling for me to pursue a life spiritually and to gain a faith of some sort and to look into it. And I think in in part, in some ways, it's a blessing that I don't have much background in it because I'm getting to learn and feel my way through it on my own. And I'm having the opportunity to do that in a way that isn't quite as biased as if I was raised in a particular faith system and told and, and really exposed to one or another uh, exclusively. So my big point is I hope that you guys take the time to explore for yourselves um, at any age, but especially if you're a young person like Chance and I. So that would be my big thing that I would recommend. What do you think of that, Chance? I like it. I like it a lot. I knew what you were going to say would be valuable. That's why I handed it over to you for for the close. Yeah, man. No problem. No problem. So uh, our challenge. Do you know our challenge? I didn't write down a challenge, but I've got one uh, for you guys. I would challenge you guys just to on some level, start to look into this and whatever that means to you. Um, just to start looking into answering some of these big questions for yourself and to look at to what is out there. There's all sorts of religious views, um, um, and we talked a lot about Christianity today, and, I mean, I um, would say to check it out in the way that you feel is best suited. I don't want to give you too many directives on this because, like I said, I do think a large part of finding your own faith is you finding your own faith. So I don't want to be um, too direct on that. But in whatever way you see fit, just doing a little something to to get your toe in the water. Yeah, and also I would, I would say this to close unless Corbin has anything else. Um, for those, if you do believe, if you don't believe, I think it's something to consider. Um but hopefully this provided some valuable insight. If you have questions on after the podcast and you want to leave them in any type of comments, we do need to figure out a way to, to be able to reach out to us because we would be more than happy to take comments. I would be more than happy to answer any questions. Like by, like I said, by no means am I any expert, but I would do my best, and I think that would also help me to, if I can't answer a question or pose with a difficult question, it would allow me to do my research and study my own beliefs more. So, Yeah, I have two comments on that, um, and then we can wrap. I think it's good, and we want to remind you guys, that, like we said, um, what we are really, our aim of this is to pick topics that we find that we want to talk about and that we want to be improve ourselves in to help improve our lives. 
And I think for Chance and myself on this, you, us working through these and learning these things and preparing for these episodes helps us to grow in whatever area we're talking about. So I think we should really encourage that. But we also want to let you know that we are, as we're doing this, we're growing and learning. We're, we're doing it in the act. We're learning new things about later episodes we're recording this season and, you know, so forth. So, but yeah, hopefully by the time some of you guys watch this, we will have a way to to correspond or we'll work out a system for that. So, but anyway, we, uh, we love you guys. We hope you are doing well and we hope that you have a fantastic week. Yes, have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us on the Peace and Purpose Podcast. See you next week.